Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, October 31st. Happy Halloween. It's 5.43 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up 16 and three quarters at 6.97 and a half. January soybeans up 11 at 14.11 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up 49 and a quarter cents at 8.78 and a half. December spring wheat up 45 and a half at 9.70 and a half. December spring wheat up 36 cents at 9.81. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews, uh, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this Russia-Ukraine thing, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. If you guys would like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. On Friday, I did kind of a seasonal study of uh, soybeans. What does the soybean market do after November 1st? We talked specifically about the March uh, soybean contract. What does it do historically in that period from uh, November 1st through contract expiration? Ran through 10 years worth of data, a bunch of seasonal stuff. Tried to come to some conclusions. Uh, if you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee. No other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Uh, today's video will be about this Russia-Ukraine thing and what I believe the fundamental implications are. All right, so let's get to the story here. Russia has pulled out of the Black Sea grain deal. The move came after Russia said that Ukraine carried out a drone attack on its Black Sea naval fleet near Crimea. Russia says that the ships targeted were involved in ensuring the grain corridor out of Black Sea ports. So Russia and Putin, you know, they had been discussing the possibility of an exit for a lot of reasons. Uh, prior to this past weekend, Russia claimed that the deal had not helped its own grain and fertilizer shipments. They claimed that a lot of the grain uh, was being sent to richer or European countries rather than poorer countries. And now uh, I guess that this uh, drone attack or supposed drone attack is what kind of put them over the edge. Russia's foreign ministry called the suspension of the deal indefinite. U.S. President Biden said Russia's move was purely outrageous and that it's going to increase starvation. So that was the headline on like Saturday. Now, the story goes forward here and it's probably going to change by the time you guys see this. Uh, the U.N., Turkey and Ukraine said that they would press ahead with the Black Sea grain deal despite Russia's exit. The U.N. said that 16 vessels would move today. Uh, no ships moved through that corridor yesterday, according to uh, Reuters reporting. The U.N. said that Russian officials have been told about the plan, along with intentions to inspect 40 outbound vessels on Monday. NATO and the EU have urged Russia to reconsider their decision. Uh, Reuters reporting very early this morning again that Turkish and U.N. teams did, in fact, restart vessel inspections. Uh, as of yesterday, Ukraine's infrastructure ministry said that 218 vessels were effectively blocked. As of about 4 a.m. Central this morning, a U.N. spokesperson said that the first ship was cleared to sail after inspection and that 12 vessels left or will leave Ukrainian ports. So this is unclear to me exactly what's going on. Like, so they're saying vessels are leaving Ukrainian ports. Okay. Is Russia going to allow safe passage 
Uh, can shipments continue without Russian cooperation? I have no idea. This is a very unclear to me, at least at this point. If you have some more insight into this situation, let me know. So it looks like they're trying to uh, press ahead with this thing, despite uh, you know Russia's exit from the deal. So is Russia going to block these ships? Uh, I don't really know. Now, overnight or into this morning, I guess, Russian missiles struck Kiev and other areas of Ukraine. So this thing's escalating uh, on the military front here, not to, you know, aside from the, the grain deal being canceled by Russia. Another batch of Russian missiles hit Ukraine, Ukraine's critical infrastructure. That's what uh, a Ukraine foreign minister uh, spokesperson said. Instead of fighting on the battlefield, Russia fights civilians. Don't justify these attacks by calling them a response. Russia does this because it is it still has missiles and has the will to kill Ukrainians. That's from a Ukrainian official. Uh, they said, again, that they hit uh, energy infrastructure in Kiev. The ministry went on to say that Russia is not interested in peace talks nor global food security. Putin's only goal is death and destruction. So this is why the wheat market's up this morning. This is why the corn market's up. This is why the soybean market's up. This is the only story that matters on a day like today. Um, all that being said, you know, we've known for a while that uh, Ukraine's exports of wheat and corn production, all those things, we've known that they'd be reduced. I just, I don't know what the next step is. I don't know if uh, the UN and Turkey and Ukraine, are they going to be able to ship grain out of the Black Sea without Russia's uh blessing i don't really know so this is this is a fluid story as of this morning again by the time some of you guys see this this is probably going to have changed brazil has a new president leftist former president lula da silva defeated uh conservative incumbent uh bolsonaro in what was a very close election so in regard to agriculture i know that's what most of you guys care about some might argue that the lula victory could mean a slower expansion in brazilian soybean acreage uh bolsonaro who is no longer president or uh, will no longer be president he was really kind of a big proponent of rapid expansion in terms of agricultural land and production Lula is perhaps uh, less of a proponent or not a proponent of that. So immediately, I don't think there's any impact here on the market. Longer term, some people might argue that this is a little bit friendly because it means less acreage expansion. I wouldn't read too much into it, but this will be floating around uh, the headlines this morning. Large money managers or the funds have been aggressive sellers of SRW wheat. CFTC released its weekly commitment of traders report on Friday. So as of last Tuesday, the funds were, were holding their largest net short position in SRW wheat in like two years. And now they're probably covering some of that this morning or last night into this morning. I would imagine they sold 14,000 contracts on the week. Uh, funds are net long 76,000 contracts of soybeans and 249,000 contracts of corn as of last Tuesday. So still some length, heavy length in the corn market, more modest length in the soybean market and uh, probably some short covering going on in the SRW wheat market uh, here this morning. The Fed will likely raise rates by another uh, three quarters of a percentage point this week. The two-day meeting begins tomorrow, so you will see an announcement regarding rates at 1 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Financial markets around the world will look forward to uh, not so much the rate decision. I think it's almost a guarantee that it's going to be 75 basis points. But uh, what's the guidance moving forward regarding rates, inflation uh, into you know December in 2023, all of those things. Today is first notice day for November soybean futures. Make sure you take a look if you have some remaining open positions. Uh, cash cattle was okay on Friday, 152 to 153 in the north, mostly 150 in the south last week. Uh, we'll see what develops here this week. U.S. dollar is a little bit higher. Stock market's off. The S&P's down 22 points. Dow Jones down 160. Bonds are off. Gold's off four bucks. Crude oil down $1.50 at 86.39 in the December WTI. Have a great week, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.